Oh, you don't actually have to be an action hero anymore, like Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can just be actually on heroin, like Machine Gun Kelly, and you'll get Megan Fox or Travis Barker, and you'll get Kourtney Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. Every starlet in Hollywood right now is looking for a tall, skinny, white guy with tattoos who looks like he uses needles. Uh, They're on the phone with their agents, and they're like, get me Chris Stokes from Jules Jordan. I want him to come lay the pipe on me, and they'll have like a really long, skinny wainer. And, And that's what they're looking for. They're tired of black guys with small dicks, like... Kanye West, you know, Michael Vick only has eight and a half inch hands. Cam Newton only has nine and a quarter inch hands. And they're black guys, they're black quarterbacks, they're big athletic specimens with small, small little hands. And your appendages on your body, like if you have a bigger nose, it usually means you have a bigger penis or you got bigger feet or bigger, longer fingers and hands usually have bigger rod. Um, that being said, I have 10 and a half inch hands and I have a size 15 shoe. And that's because my brother-in-law has a size 15 shoe. So now I have a size 16 shoe because I'll always have to be just a little bit better than him because he's close to, you know, his sisters and his sister's my wife and I'm not going to be, you know, fucking her and her being like, my brother's dick is bigger than my husband's dick. No, she's going to be like, Harrison, you you're, we should get some Jordans for your penis to wear that are size 16. Do you understand? And I'll be like, you're right, babe. Fuck yeah. I'm going to beat the brakes off that pussy. We're going to have to take you to fucking AutoZone. Get that ass new batteries. I don't know. Batteries are expensive, though. I have a lifted golf cart, and I uh, I went to y'all. It has eight T one hundred five Trojan batteries. I guess this is the battery brand that you're supposed to use in golf carts, and they're fucking expensive. They're three hundred and thirty five dollars for a fucking battery per per battery. I have eight of them, so I'm looking at. $1,500 in fucking golf cart battery costs, which is fine because I'm fucking rich, but I'm trying to look for a deal and I'm going on Amazon and eBay and oh, the fucking chair is cold. I'm looking everywhere and I finally go to Batteries Plus and I find some fucking golf cart batteries, Duracells that are only $110, a piece. So I Save $200, you know. When I was a kid, my mom always said when you want something, you should 
let your fingers do the walking and your mouth do the talking. You know, back in the day, that meant go through the yellow pages. Now it's uh, fucking Google search. But I got the eight batteries. It cost me about $1,300. Each one weighs about 60 pounds. And I had the uh, I had the a Hispanic gentleman come over, and he installed them for me. Um, I know I act real alpha and stuff, but I'm not like a man's man. I don't I don't like fix things. I'm just I'm just not into that stuff. I'm into like servants and paying people to do stuff for me. Not that this guy was that. He's a very nice guy, and uh, we compensate him well and things of that nature. Um, how would you like to be paid? In actual cash or drugs? Um, <laughs> JK. But, you know, now my golf cart's back up and running, and it's great. And I can zoom it around town. You can drive it to school. I live in a golf cart community, so you can, you can drive it to all the schools. You can drive it to the grocery stores. You can drive it to fucking the restaurants to get something to eat, brunch for mimosas, all the different parks and playgrounds, and you can have a ball of a time. You can drive drunk, just drinking and fucking swerving your golf cart around late at night, smoking a fucking cigarette, smoking a blunt, just fucking crashing it. But no, I wouldn't, my shit, I don't crash my shit, I take care of my stuff, but you can zoom it around fucking 2 a.m., good little date night, but yeah, that's great. And, you know, um, but, but life's expensive. And so, you know, there you go. There's a $1,300 clip out of your fucking back pocket and you're just like, God damn it. You know, some people that's rent for me, it's fucking golf cart batteries. It's unbelievable fucking world we live in. Um, and just moving along, getting along, you know, it's good to have in the back of the throwing videos as well. Because they're like, man, look at that expensive golf cart. Like, people think I'm a degenerate. They think I'm like, I fucking am like a homeless guy. I live out of a Coleman tent. I do fucking crawfish boils and shit. And I'm fucking missing my teeth. I'll have my new teeth here in the next 30 days, by the way. And then you're going to see how fucking handsome I look. And how sexy I am. And how big my fucking arms and legs and my cock is. I'll start doing OnlyFans, fucking jerking off on camera. You just won't be able to see my head like Miss Alexa. Fucking some school teacher on Pornhub who just gets butt fucked, but you can never see her face. She'll even suck a cock, but she'll only show the bottom part of her chin. And it's great. I'm, I'm, you know, I like I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, I feel bad for throwing at the park and saying crazy shit and fucking. I'm gonna get. Fucking, you know, it's like you, 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 you can't do certain things once you cross a certain point as an entertainer or somebody who's trying to be famous or, or making content because you, you get noticed by everyone. You, you notice at the local high schools, you get, you get noticed at the grocery store, Targets, Walmarts. It's like everyone just fucking Googles you now and they're like, fucking Google and it's like America's most vulgar quarterback, fucking. You know, and I just, this lady is a, she's a, a second grade, I guess, or I don't know what she is. She says she's a school teacher. Her name's Miss Lex on Pornhub. And she gets fucked in the ass on the reg. The full nine yards, everything. And I guess she still teaches. And 
you know, I don't know how to explain it. I just, there's no reason to feel bad in society when people have Pornhub accounts now. Like, let alone, like, when I grew up, it was like, if you had a fucking uh, Facebook, it was bad. And now people have Pornhub accounts. Like, that's how far it's gone. And technology has only been around since 2004-ish. So we're talking 15 years. And in 2004, if you had a Facebook, it was controversial. People didn't know what it was. Facebook stock came out. It was $28 a share. And, you know, people are on the fence about buying it. And now it's a couple hundred dollars a share. It's, it's risen steadily even through all the congressional crises. But but the point is, is like it used to be controversial, like keep your Facebook page clean. But now people are just like, fuck that shit. And they have Pornhub accounts and they're fucking their husbands on camera and doing all kinds of, you know, let's go camping and fuck on the edge of a cliff and nature and film it. And, you know, it's like when I, it's like when you watch Yenny Leon She'll do like a jogging video and then she'll get butt fucked. And it's like, it's hot. I mean, it's great, but it's like, I just know she went jogging and she had, and sometimes when you're jogging, you know, your bubble guts start, especially if you do it in the morning, it like activates your butthole and you're like, you got to take a dump. You're like, fuck, you know, wakes up your, 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 uh, intestines. And so there's just part of me that's like, okay, if she just went jogging, And I know she put a surgical glove on and she cleaned her asshole out or had someone do it, like literally surgical glove. She put it on her hand. She put her fingers in her ass. She scooped the poop out. And it's just a clean, vacuum-sealed fart tunnel. But I'm just saying, like, there's just part of me that's like, okay, you got done jogging. This is hot. And I know the pheromones are raging. And you can't see pheromones, but you know they're raging and you know it's like a force field of fucking uh fucking all around her like a flower that releases pollen just releasing like fuck me in the ass fucking hormones and pheromones into the air and anybody that walks by like breathes it and fucking their eye their vision turns red and they start bleeding from the ears and their fangs come out and they get an erection and they're trying to like tuck it between their legs while they walk with their knees touching and shit because they don't want to fucking commit a crime. But anyways, the guy that fucks her, he's fucking what I'm assuming is a butthole that's farted a few times and it's kind of musty uh, and could possibly be starting to release the juices that's going to let the turd slide through the large intestines out of her asshole. But I don't know, and I don't care, and I'm still going to watch it and come. Fuck it, dude. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, what's the point? What's the point to life, dude, to just, like, not jerk off for fucking 10 days and just walk around irritated and agitated, fucking barking at people and screaming and get anxiety or depressed or whatever? Like, you have to, God gives you dopamine and serotonin, you have to get hard, okay, you have to jerk off, you have to come, or you're going to be a fucking psychopath, you're going to be a fucking lunatic,
you understand? All pent up. I mean, I know Tim Tebow came, and ever since that happened, he got kicked out of baseball and got cut from the Jags, and his superpowers are gone. And every time he talks on ESPN, he sounds like he's going to fucking cry. Stephen A., okay? I always think that Georgia is the number one team in the country, but the big test is going to be to get to the SEC championship, and you're going to have to be a tit. And you're just like, are you going to... Tebow is, he's just not, he doesn't have a good ESPN voice. I'm sorry, I like the guy, but another one is Mark Sanchez. He's fucking terrible on Fox where he's like nervous and stuff. Uh, um, uh, uh, okay, the Cardinals got to run, run the ball, and he like fucking punches the camera with like an air fist. And they're like, why did you just do that? Like, you just punched a girl on the shoulder. You're like, you're ugly. And you just punched a girl on the shoulder. And she was like, uh, it's like, you, her mom's like, if they, if a boy's mean to you, it means that he likes you. And she's like, oh, that's why he punched the camera. Because he's actually having a good time hosting and he likes the show. You know, I don't. I, I don't know what's going on. And then you got Tim Dillon and Michael Shea controversy. And it's like, I didn't know SNL people weren't allowed to use Twitter. That's interesting. That's because Twitter reveals kind of like an insidious version of you. Like you literally are just streaming conscious typing and and just saying ruthless shit. You know, like you're not near your friend and you're like fucking... Britney's a fucking cunt. And your other friend, fucking Sarah's like, yeah, she's a fucking bitch. She's like always on her fucking period. It's like if you recorded that conversation and Suri was listening and then she spelled it out for you and you posted it to Twitter in just words, that would be a tweet. And then, and then fucking. Brittany would be like, like here and she'd be like fucking Sarah and then she would subtweet back and she'd be like at least they don't have a stinky pussy and wouldn't include her name and she'd be like I know that's about me and then they would just I don't know but SNL is not allowed to have you're, they're not allowed to tweet because then they because when they go do a character then fans are stupid and they'll be like what they tweeted was real and the character's fake and, and they'll get typecast, like John Cusack and them might never work again because they came out so fucking liberal and just saying crazy shit. And, like, you'll see, like, John Cusack in, like, the movie 2021. You'll be like, I understand, like, why you almost died a bunch of times because you're, like, a fucking a bleeding heart fucking scumbag. That's, it. That's the thing about liberals is they're bleeding hearts. Like fucking, we need to get the we need to get a mop out here and mop the blood up. You know, gas is fucking almost four dollars. It's like it was a dollar something under Trump, because Republicans vote with their pocketbook. We're smart enough to know that words are fake. They're just antennas to feel out rooms and situations. If I scream fire, everyone's gonna run to the exits. Do you understand? If I scream fucking. If I call someone like fucking everybody down and I pull a fucking gun out, everyone's going to get on the fucking ground screaming and crying like words make people do things. Do you understand? 
Like, 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 I'm gonna, bitch, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And then, and your girlfriend's like fucking crying and she's sobbing. And you're just, you're ripping a bookshelf off the wall and smashing it onto one of her pets who dies. Like, the, the bitch I'm gonna fucking kill you part, that was just a word. That was just something that was said. Like, those words didn't actually just crush her Pomeranian. Do you get what I'm saying? A cat is not a cat because you called it a cat. So, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't understand people on Twitter. They keep their tweets up. They have, like, 35,000 tweets. They just keep them up. I try to delete my tweets, like, every day, pretty much, because it's like, okay, you there's people out there that are trying to stalk me and get me and cancel me and shit, and they'll fuck, I'm sure they're taking pictures of my tweets, but I'm just like... They're going to get lazy and go for a cup of coffee or a jog or something, and they're going to miss a few of the times I called somebody a faggot. Do you see what I'm saying? Just by If I would have left it up there for eternity, I'll get five years from now, I won't remember the time that I said that Brad Childress knew where John Benet Ramsey was buried. You know? I Who's the most famous, like, kid in the news that, like, is it is it John Benet Ramsey? Is it Trayvon Martin? Like, is it the Parkland students? Is it Casey Anthony? Like, who's like the A-list celebrity fucking like kid that something bad happened to? If you were in heaven and you got you're about to jump off the cloud and God hands you a card and he's like, you're gonna be a, f- a famous kid who disappeared. But you're, you're going to get to live to like seven, but you're going to be a famous kid who disappeared. Uh, would you take that card and be excited? You, you know what I mean? Because at least you're going to get to do something in your life. At least your name's going to be remembered forever. You're not just going to fucking be a stillborn or you're not going to fucking, you know, you're not just going to like get eaten by an alligator at Disney World. You know, there's going to be, like, fucking six months of the FBI raiding your parents' house and, and like, your parents on trial and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, is Kyle Rittenhouse, is he even, is he even upset that all this is happening? He's, like, a famous name now, and he's going to get to go on a public speaking circuit and pay 10000 25000 when he gets released. And he's going to get to sue CNN for defamation. He's going to make all this money and be famous. He's got all these Twitter followers. And he's going to become this alt-right Republican propagandist. He's going to get brought out during a Trump campaign. Like, he has such an interesting, fun life ahead compared to some fucking piece of shit, just normal person who's just going to fucking, you know... Babe, can you pick me up from fucking Chili's, dude? They gave me two beers for cleaning the kitchen. And I got to bring a triple dipper home. I'll share it with you. You know, that's some people's lives. So, I don't know. Matt Stafford's playing like shit. NFL, Elon Musk. The similarities to him and Elvis Gerback are unbelievable. So, Trent Dilfer was a quarterback of the Ravens. Nobody liked him or wanted him. Game manager, former first-round pick out of Fresno State. 
with the Bucks. And so he's playing. He wins the Super Bowl. He almost fucks it up with a pick six to to a Giants fucking defender. Uh, I don't know. Was it Michael Strahan? Somebody picked him off and returned it for a touchdown, but it was called back. But he's a touchdown to Brandon Stokely, and they won the game handedly. A defense picked Kerry Collins off like five times. They win the Super Bowl, and then they release him, and he gets all pissed off. And they bring in Elvis Gerback because he had a better arm and he's bigger, taller, more pro-style quarterback. He actually was good with the Chiefs for a little while. I think he beat out Rich Gannon. Um, but he comes in and he plays like garbage. He plays really bad. And he was only there for like a season. And at one point, Elvis Gerback was people's sexiest man alive at quarterback. Tall kid out of Michigan. Goofy looking. Um, started with the 49ers. Uh, nice arm. Did decent at the NFL quarterback challenges. Long throwing motion. Kind of goofy. <laughs> Big nose. But he just sucked with the Ravens. And, and Brian Billick thought he was bringing in this big cannon arm quarterback to go deep. Um, uh, Quadri Ishmael and Shannon Sharp and had some Jamal Lewis and and he sucked. And so it's like Stafford. He, they got rid of Goff, who's playing like shit with the Lions. But then they bring in Matt Stafford and it's like an upgrade and they're hyping it up and Sean McVay's like, I thought I brought in fucking a six-time Super Bowl champion from New England. And they're like, no, he's never won a playoff game. And he's like, well, I have the fuck LinkedIn resume I look at. And, 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 and like, maybe Goff just needed more defensive help. Maybe they bring in Von Miller with Goff. Maybe Goff is what can run that bullshit seven fakes and throw offense. Sean McVay runs a high school offense. It's in the I formation. You fake a Fox two. He fakes an end around a fucking speed sweep. It's like the, it take eight seconds per fucking play just to throw an over out to Cooper cup, Cooper, two girls in one cup. And, and I mean, Deshaun Jackson wanted out of there. He wants to go deep and Odell Beckham comes in and Matt Stafford throws a bullshit Fox two dancer. He throws it up because he thinks it's Megatron. He All he hears is that Odell is good. This is Megatron. This is a superstar receiver. And so he's used to throwing it up versus the Cowboys. And, and uh, Megatron catches it. And over four Cowboys defenders, and it's a touchdown. You don't have to read defenses when you have a Randy Moss, when you have, to Meg- you have a Megatron, you have a Jake Reed. You have players like this. But, but you do when you have Odell because Odell Beckham catches slants, not deep balls. And I know he has a few one-handed deep balls, and the kids used to be like, you got Moss, and now they're like, Odell, and they catch one-handed, and it's fucking the world up. All the kids are dropping passes all over the fucking country. You're just use two hands, son, fundamentals. But but the thing about Odell is he, he's the type of guy who runs 200-jet uh, dragon line, and he's throwing him a slant, and he takes it 70 yards to the house. And Eli Manning said that. So Matt Stafford throws it up, gets picked off. Matt Stafford's looking down there like, what the fuck was that shit? I gave you a fucking chance to make me look good. You fucked it up. I'm never throwing to you again. Like Matt Stafford already doesn't like him. And that was a horrible debut for Von Miller and Odell Beckham. And LeBron James is tweeting about him. Sean McVay were to watch out for LeBron tries to tweet and get McVay fucking fired. 
they'll fire McVay if they don't win it this year. That's the that's like the actual problem. But I don't see how they're going to win. They have to go through the Cowboys. They have to go through the Bucks. They have to go through the fucking Packers. They have to go through the fucking Cardinals. You know, there's so many the 49ers. There's so many fucking obstacles to get to the Super Bowl in the NFC. AFC is a different story. Okay, but the NFC is a, a gauntlet. Whoever wins that's a fucking going to the Super Bowl versus the fucking the Patriots or the Titans. And so I just think that they I think I just think that McVay thought they I thought they were the thing is the NFL thought they were doing a new trend. The Boston Celtics, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Rondo, fucking Miami Heat, Chris Bosch, LeBron, Dwayne Wade. You know, it, they started in the NBA. They're doing the trend. Let's get the big three. Let's get the D. And God, I just want to be an Emmanuel Ferreira. Imagine, you, do you, have you ever seen that gangbang he's in where he's like fucking Ryan Connor and, and Jasmine Jay and like 10 sluts and he has them all holding a stripper pole and he's just pushing around like a merry-go-round and butt-fucking them like 10 seconds apiece? You got to have enough cum, though. You got to be able to feed all fucking eight girls at least one pump of cum, dude. That's the problem, dude. So I guess the last two could just cum swap and spit it into each other's mouths, but... But, um, anyways, yeah, McVeigh, dude, he's going to be fucked. And I think Brady's fucked with the Bucks. He, I think he's, his podcast is named Let's Go. Can this guy be any cornier? His fucking podcast is named Let's, his saying is Let's Fucking Go. Like, that's what fucking Christopher says as he walks towards the printer every day. Let's fucking go. He's, like, in his tie and stuff. He's excited. I asked this guy I was working with one time. I forgot his name. He was such a fucking loser. I seriously forgot his name. He was such a fucking clown. But he was he was in the, in the fucking office next to me. And he kept walking by my fucking door. And I'm trying to type. And I'm trying to do an Excel fucking costing for a franchise. And... I, I just looked up at him, Eric, I looked up at him and I was like, dude, Eric, how many pieces of paper are you going to have to print out before you be, you think you can become CEO here? And he just smirked, like kind of mad, like I took a shot at him, which I did, but then he, he didn't really answer and he went back to his desk. But like literally he just kept printing out papers, crumpling them up and throwing them out. And I just was literally like, that is that he'd been there for like five years. I'm like, that, how many, how many pieces of paper has he done in five years? Like, that's going to be his life is he's just going to go up to the printer. It might work. And he's going to print something out, bring it back to his desk, like it, not like it, crumple it up, throw it out, and then have to reprint something again. And he was on the second floor. I just... I'm just saying he should throw his computer chair through the window and he should have jumped to his death. And just end it now. Just die now. You know, and he's telling me about these Tinder girls and he's like, I didn't grow up with Tinder because I got married, but I know I have buddies who are executives. They travel all the country and they have a girlfriend in every city because of Tinder and girls, they go on date, they go into New York, they have someone to go on a date with, Denver or whatever. But then his story was that there's girls on Tinder that you they get dressed up, you go on a date with them, but they're basically just on Tinder for a free meal. 
like they're hot girls who are really poor waitresses or strippers or whatever they are. They get dressed up. They go on a date with you, taking a fucking hibachi or Texas Roadhouse or wherever the fuck you take girls and have a couple of big margarita. So they get food. They get a little buzzed. They don't suck your cock. You drop them off. They get a free meal and they do the same thing with a different guy each night. And so you have to be careful when you're on these on these Tinder apps and these hinge apps that girls are just trying to go on a date so they can get dinner and get fed. So that being said is you should send a text to that girl. You should send a dick pic to her and be like, are you going to suck on this? Yes or no. Please reply. And she, she should just say, yeah, I'll suck your cock. And then you're like, okay, that's a, that's good. I was going to take you to fucking, I was going to take you to Dilla's quesadillas and let you get the fucking, the brisket quesadilla with the little, little red onions and little barbecue sauce and cheese. And I'll let you get the French fries with a little, the little queso dip and I'll keep, it'll be in a white bag and you can sit in the passenger seat and you can eat it. All right. And then when I drop you off of your apartment complex, you can take the bag with you and you can throw it out in the trash can by the stairs. You fucking cunt. That or you can or you can suck on my cock in the parking lot of a fucking Outback Steakhouse, you know. And after I come into your mouth, I'll let you wash it out with a fucking big bloke. I'll let you get a beer, fill your belly up, maybe an appetizer. But anyways, I heard it's a hard fucking life, but Tom Brady is fucked, dude. He's got this stupid podcast. Let's fucking go. LFG. It's like, God, he's so fucking corny. And he thinks he's so cool because he's so political and put together and so fucking tight, dude. He says the right thing at all times. But it just tells me he's a fucking loser. I don't like guys like that, dude. I don't like fucking fraud ass guys like that. I would not be intimidated by him at all. Wouldn't respect him. I wouldn't give a shit. If I was with the Bucks, he would say something to me and I'd just put my hand in his fucking face. Because he's not going to do anything. He's too he's too political to fucking do anything. You would just smile and walk away. And as soon as he turned around, I'd push him in the back and you'd fucking trip and maybe not fall or he, or he would fall down to a knee. And I'd just be like, faggot. And Leonard Fournette would walk by and be like, oh, you about to get cut, dog. <laughs> You know, but it'd be worth it. I get to tell everyone, I'd be like, I pushed Tom Brady down. He's a fucking simp bitch. But that, that's how I think. And be real, you know, that's why you didn't make it that far. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, that's why you don't have memories and stories either, because you're a fucking loser. You don't take advantage of your opportunities. Look, you're either going to make it, you're either going to make it far, or on the journey to trying to make it, you can, like, make people never forget it that they met you do you get what i'm saying because 99 percent of the time nothing's ever going to happen no one's going to help you you're not going to get famous you're the celebrity's going to do nothing for you but if for some reason you met a celebrity and you saw them and you're just like i'm more famous than you you're a little bitch and you just like flick their nose or something you're going to get to say, like, dude, I saw, you know, a white rapper, you know, on his tour bus, and he was he was just like a little dork. 
You know what I mean? And you're going to get to tell your friends and shit. And they're going to say things like, dude, nobody meets the throw God and escapes. Nobody makes it out alive. You know what I mean? It's like when I was in the, uh, I, I was in the elite 11 and I'm beating Chase Daniels and we're playing NCAA and it's Nebraska versus Missouri. They make you play with your fucking whatever teams you wrongly committed to. And I am beating Chase Daniels ass and I'm like, you suck fucking, you're a piece of shit, dude. Look how fucking fat and ugly you are. You truck driver, fucking hairy chested chiseled fuck. And he looks like a truck driver in real life. Like, he looks like he works for fucking UPS. He's had a great career, so I'm not trying to put Chase down. He's Nobody has frauded the NFL out of millions of dollars more than him. I think he's thrown for, like, 1,300 yards in 13 years. I fucking backed up, like, 10 primetime quarterbacks and has to play, like, one game a season. Same thing with Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy does the same thing, dude, just defrauding me. Colt McCoy is, like, the fucking Bernie Madoff of quarterbacks, dude. He just plays in, like, one or two games, and the coach gets – John Jay Gruden gets tricked into starting Colt McCoy because he threw for, like, 300 yards and a touchdown and protected the ball. And then, like, the next week he throws for, like, fucking – 275, one touchdown, fucking two picks, and they fucking lose. And he's like, God damn it, Colt. You were fucking inconsistent, grown man with a fucking baby head, motherfucker. Colt McCoy in that game versus versus Alabama where he fucking, thank God they didn't have DraftKings and betting and shit back then because he fucked everyone oh my shoulder hurt and they said in the locker room he couldn't throw and his dad saw him like try to throw and it like miscellaneous winged into a locker and they were like you can't play it's like motherfucker you run the ball anyways go out there and run the fucking option with your left hand you dipshit go run the fucking quarterback draw just by you being in the shotgun is enough to make them think that you're still in the game you god you see fuck that texas game up dude that's a, that's a, dude, Alabama wins like some of the most garbage. Nobody's challenging Alabama on the national title except for fucking Deshaun Watson and Clemson did. It's like, and I know uh, Trevor Lawrence beat them, but I'm talking like they just, God, they just get away with them, dude. Trevor Knight beat them too that one time in the Sugar Bowl. Whatever happened to him, dude? That was a weird career. Is Trevor Knight better than Spencer Rattler? Or this Caleb Williams who just shit the bed. Like, what the fuck was that? Lost a fucking Baylor? Lincoln Riley's like, yes, I finally found a way to get rid of Spencer Rattler. And Caleb Williams goes in there and lays a fucking egg. I guarantee it's because he's staying up late, fucking playing tonk and shit, listening to fucking instrumentals. He's probably probably being smart and eerie. He's probably smoking blunts or something. I don't know. He's doing something, dude, but... You don't just you just don't tank a game like that fucking bad after playing that good like where he's stealing the ball versus Kansas and like doing these kind of like you're like there's like another level of prolific like you know like Vince Young at Texas like he's single handedly like running 80 yards versus Oklahoma State or on fourth down running to win the national title versus USC like it was just him winning the fucking game and Caleb Williams looked like it was just him willing to Oklahoma to win the game and and Lincoln can finally get rid of fucking Spencer he looks over at Spencer on the sidelines who was paying no attention when he was benched he's he's looking at his feet just like his Instagram pictures ready to get the fuck out of there and I guess he's got a personal quote Mike Giovato this old crusty ass crab looking pirates of the Caribbean motherfuckers like he's definitely out Oklahoma 
it's just getting insane. But anyways, he shit the bed. He looks like the fucking lead rapper for Gym Class Heroes. Fucking Google that guy. Caleb Williams looks like the kid of the Gym Class Heroes fucking singer. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Tom is fucked with the Bucks. For right now, I'm not saying forever, but he's got to get it fucking corrected. But he's doing too much interviews and this man in the arena. And he was never like this with the Patriots. He was never into media and social media and fucking selfies and and all these W and fucking making videos. It's like he, he was never into the shit. Now he is. And he's just and he's playing solid. But he's turning the ball over and it's weird kind of fucking picks. It's like underthrown like in routes and out. It's just weird. And he needs to get it fixed. I'm sure he will get it fixed. But they're not looking great right now with Gronk out. See, the tight end holds the fourth down in the middle. With Gronk out, it's a big problem for Tom because he's used to the play action. Fox 2 throwing the middle post real quick to the tight end. And I don't know what they're going to do. Bruce Arians has some fucking horse teeth, though. Holy shit, look at his teeth. Dude, real fucking... He he looks like a fucking uh, a nutcracker is your head coach. But um, I don't know what they're going to do. And I'm sure Aaron Rodgers will most likely impro- implode under pressure, so don't believe what you're seeing either. Like, as soon as he has to get to the fucking the playoffs he'll go like he'll literally go 17 for 31 for fucking two touchdowns and a pick and you'll be like man that was a solid game but you're just like he'll lose like he'll like Aaron Rodgers does this in big games he 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 like gets real scattershot Nancy with his feet and he forgets how to complete passes and it's like he completes them but they're weird they're like they're like really hard work passes and you're like why is he just throwing like these weird pivots to randall cobb every fucking play and you're like he hasn't tried to his his patented midfield back shoulder throw to Devonte adams once he had that one year where he played good in the playoffs beat the falcons 300 yards and went to the super bowl and beat big ben but i i don't know I don't know if I fucking see it and kyler murray he's starting to show a little uh he's starting to show he gets injured I don't know if it's, he bulked up. He looks like a little midget running back with a cannon arm, and I was I was getting excited for him. But he just looks like he's starting. And I and I know these coaches are hiding these quarterbacks. They're because of the new seventeen game season rule. They want their quarterbacks to play like fourteen games, and they're using their backups and giving them rest. It's like vacation on the job. If you were just a fucking piece of shit scumbag making 50k a year. You're like, oh, I fucking got me. Can I please go on vacation, sir, on these dates? I and then you like force it. I already booked the trip to Hawaii for even asking you, so I kind of have to go. I'll fucking quit if you don't let me. And you're just like, oh, damn it. Our loser manager, by the way, is like, no, you can't go on vacation. You're not allowed. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Something god, dude. How about I fucking quit? But um, we'll see what's going on. And then I saw Russell says he wants to own an NFL team. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Even if you make $200 million, even Jay-Z can't fucking you know, bought like a, per- a percent of the Nets for like three hundred k. All right? I know what he's doing. It's the baseball thing. He wants to do the fucking uh, A-Rod 
deal. What was that weird shit that A-Rod did with Jennifer Lopez where they acted like they were a serious Latin power couple and fucking making TikToks and in love and then they broke up and all this shit? It's like, that was issues with Ben Affleck. Yeah, that was fucking weird. Dude, like nobody likes Jennifer Lopez, dude. And I don't, I, I bet she's not fucking. I bet that's, I bet she tries to, she's like Lady Gaga on Born to be a Star when she starts getting fucking famous and she's like dance class all the time. And Bradley Cooper's like, ah, oh, fucking, you were ugly. And she's like, what? And he's like, you just ugly now because you sing pop and you don't sing fucking country. And I'm all high on pills at the fucking, at the local fucking Jewish center during fucking, they're eating challah bread and I'm singing. And a fucking Puruko Tadonaya, hello, mela, hello, come. And I'm fucking. <sighs> I don't know, dude. I don't fucking know. But I don't know what's wrong with JLo. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't do anal or she fucking. It's like her ass is insured. It deserves to get in a cock wreck instead of a car wreck. I don't. Um. She must not be fucking, or if she does fuck, she's not good at it, or or maybe she's... I don't know what the deal is, dude. I just don't know how she escapes this a relationship without getting her foot sawed off. You know? Just a real powerful man would be like, J-Lo, you know, you're not going to use me for Hollywood fucking strategy like Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian and all this shit. Like, you're, if you're leaving me, you're going to leave with a big cut on your face like Carrie Underwood or... Or I'm going to give you a fucking birthmark with a knife or, you know, I'm going to, you know, something. Like, you're not getting out of here without me dunking your head into a pot of boiling water like a fucking lobster. Like, like you're going to, you're not leaving this relationship unless you're disfigured, you know. Because I don't want you to go on and work and, like, people think and get on the voice and be a judge and people think you're sexy and shit. It's like... You know, I'm trying to lock you in a fucking, trying to lock you in the spare bedroom like fucking Britney Spears. I, you know, I, I don't know. People don't realize this, is that when two major Hollywood elites, when they get married, it's two corporations merging. So it's like if, it's like Facebook trying to buy Snapchat or Oculus or whatever it is. Which, by the way, Facebook tried to buy Snapchat for like a, a hundred million or whatever it was. It's worth like... It's worth like a hundred billion right now. And Snapchat started out with Evan Spiegel. He told us he it started as a, a thing where you could send dick pics or tit pics and they would disappear and the photos would disappear real quick. And so he told his sister to go to school and tell all her friends to download it. And soon they started taking pictures and sending them each other. And she went to like a middle school or high school. And like within like a week, it spread from her high school to the next high school. And like within a month, he had like a hundred thousand users. That's how Snapchat started. Just FYI. Evan Spiegel, Miranda Kerr. You know, and that's where you want to be. You don't want to be the loser Kevin Centrum from fucking Instagram. He fucking sold Instagram to Mark Zuckerberg for like fucking a billion dollars. It's like the biggest fucking app on the planet now. Like hundreds and billions of fucking dollars. Uh, fucking Mark, will you buy that? Because that's the thing. It's these guys that want to rest invest. They want to get out. They want to build the technology. They want to get fucking, they want the big company. To, they want an Uber to come in and to fucking buy, buy you for your technology. What the companies are doing, okay, like a Facebook buys a LinkedIn 
they're not just really buying the social media platform, they're buying the workers. So if LinkedIn has 10,000 workers, then, then, then Microsoft, when they buy LinkedIn, Microsoft is buying 10, a workforce of 10,000 people who know how to code, who know how to do analytics and things, and, and they can add them to the workforce. So, and, and obviously LinkedIn has vetted them with their HR system. So they're high professionals and they're fucking experts and shit that are working there. So Microsoft is essentially buying a crop of very high level professional seasoned technological experts, you know, in the acquisition. So, and then some of them are like, fucking, I'm going to sit out. They got stock options. They go to work and they play with a hacky sack or a yo-yo or something. They don't do work for like six months until the options vest. And then they sell out and they go buy a house for fucking $40 million to put the money in the dirt as soon as possible and get, get all the taxes out of it and clean it and wash it. And they might not even live in the house, but that's what you're supposed to do. Anyways, that's in a, that's in a, that's in a world where you didn't accept that job at Sodexo, son. But I don't know. And last thing, I hope John Gruden fucks this Roger Goodell up because we got to cancel the cancel culture people. Because these people aren't, they're not doing anything. They're just on Twitter hiding. They're at work eating a sandwich at Chipotle, you know. Getting uh, getting three well, they you need to bring back the carne asada it was amazing the the queso is pretty good but getting three carne asada tacos queso they're sitting in the car on their lunch break and they're tired and they're like cancel fucking John Gruden he when you're with your friends you say shit all the time you're emailing your brother you're texting your brother you're like you're a fucking faggot dude suck my cock like give me the fuck alone dude or you know whatever so and so's a little bitch you little fuck boy. You say shit like this all the time. Doesn't mean you're fucking racist. Okay, to be, dude, the person calling someone else racist is the racist, because to think some something is racist, you have to see it. Okay, so pretend you see a white guy say something to an African American person. You have to see what was said, and then and then deep down inside, you have to agree with it. You're like, oh, I. I don't agree, but like he said that and I know what that means and he said it towards him and I know that it hurt his feelings and I know he knows what that means and we all know what it means and we all agree about what it means. But like that's the point is right there is the racist part is why are you all agreeing that that has value and that has meaning? So right there at the root cause when you agree, you're acknowledging that yes, you're a racist who's going to call someone else racist, okay? Because if you didn't call them racist, pretend you saw that same situation and you guys were like dorks and you didn't feel that deep internal pain and struggle and strife that you felt about analyzing that situation, the context of it and what it actually means to agree on between all three of you to align between all three of you that this is a dark situation that could be racist you agree with that by you just saying man they get calm down guys you're dorks that means it was you kept it aesthetic and you kept it surface and the and the words just the situation just evaporates and flutters off like a little butterfly and that means that you're actually not racist because you, you it was just an aesthetic thing it's not real it's just you know clothes and words and 
things like that. So for you to call someone racist, it means you actually at the deep root cause core value agreed that you're a racist if you're tracking me. But anyways, I hope John Gruden sues the NFL and gets hundred million dollars and and it opens a it opens the gates for if you cancel someone then you you're gonna get canceled. And and Peter Thiel did this with Gawker. He shut um, this the writer for Gawker outed him as being gay, a gay billionaire. He got pissed off. And he sued the the Gawker employee and and won and froze his bank accounts and this the employee to this day owes a couple million or ten million or whatever to Peter Thiel in re, in in defamation reparations and and he hasn't paid him and he, the kid can't have a debit card or a credit card or anything he actually can't spend money everything has to be cash everything has to be off the books like his life is fucking ruined because of peter Thiel. and so if that starts happening to cancel culture people people will stop canceling and the last thing i want to say is we need people like uh, john gruden to win this because that's what billionaires do is they fight with news stories they don't fight in your face they don't they don't let you slap their face or get in a fist fight at the bar. They fight with news stories. And that's what they did to Deshaun Watson. He wanted to leave the Texans. The billionaires were like, came out and say that he fucking sexually assaulted white women and, and tarnish his name. That's what they do. And so you got to be very careful when you're fighting with billionaires. That's why to be president of the United States, if you're Donald Trump or any president, you're not really managing people or crises. You're managing the the, uh, the storylines and the news and keeping them flowing and keeping them to a seven day minimum, ten day minimum, before or creating a new news cycle. And so you're just trying to constantly create news cycles all the time. But anyways, hopefully Gruden can do do us a favor and he can become head coach of the United States of America, President John Gruden. No. <laughs> He would suck at that, but but I'm just saying it's good to have cancel culture canceled finally because they're just a bunch of pieces of shit. And uh, that maybe that's all I got for you today. I hope you guys um, find an opportunity to do something you like about yourself and you're not just working all day for someone else that you have a hobby and something that you like to do and something that you like to think about and you like to matriculate on and develop and grow. Even if you have a regular job, you should always have a little side hobby that you make money on, whether it's an Etsy shop or something. Never forget about yourself and and always have seven streams of revenue coming in. So that way, if you lose one, you have more to depend on and to, and to count on <clears throat> and that'd be my advice for you but uh let's see here that's my expensive custom made louis vuitton golf cart ah, i'm gonna go for a ride but that's where we're at and so just want you guys to know that I people text me, call me, they say, I can 
have a throwing contest and so and they can't be serious because I would fucking destroy them. I don't take them serious because I don't care that they're even alive. But it's like I, I'm not a flirt. I'm not like a flirting type guy. Like I really don't like you, and I really, honestly, I swear to God, like I just I really don't even want to be on the phone with you. And and uh, what did you call me for? And that's the way it is, you know. Go listen to my metal record, TTK, on YouTube, please. It's actually pretty good. I get no credit. Everyone's like, oh, I just throw all day. Dude, I make metal records. I do skits. I'm doing so many things that this world has never seen before. I'm like one of the greatest artists in the fucking generation. I'm yet to get the full credit I deserve because I don't I don't know why that people are starting to get over trying to cancel me and, and start to vibe with the culture. And hopefully I can save humanity by myself uh, through my actions, through my words, through my swagger and my confidence and uh, my workouts and my efforts. And, uh, you know, fire your friends. If they're fucking losers who are saying you're not doing something that or whatever it is, just get rid of them. Get rid of anybody who's not part of the aligned vision that you have for the future. You should be having a threesome with your hopes and dreams where you come into the mouth of your hope. She spits it into the mouth of your dreams and they come swap a shared vision for the future for yourself. All right. And worst case scenario, you can do porn. Okay. Nothing works out, dude. I swear to God, go to Silicon Valley. Don't get on the bang bus, drive the bang bus. Do fucking porn. Go join trueanal.com. Fucking butt fuck Savannah Bond. Gaper. Come in her mouth. Fucking just sell out. Just BJ Mac. Just fucking. You can always go to Las Vegas. Go on a bender. Cash out all your money on cocaine and foreign strippers. Wake up, cry for like a few days, and then fucking start over again. Like, just don't don't slit your wrists and kill yourself. Don't quit. Like, if you're going to do something, do it full speed, dude. Hunter S. Thompson, bro. Fucking cocaine all day. Glasses of red wine. Chivas. Write a book. Stay up all fucking night. Like, do something. Just do something. Never give up. Just do something. Life is awesome. Drugs are awesome. Pussy's awesome. Throwing a football is awesome. Cussing is awesome. Fuck the world up. Be a fucking champion. Never fucking stop. Get worse and worse and fucking worse. Go to fucking the link in my bio. Take some Plexus Edge. Take the whole fucking bottle. Overdose on it. Fucking pass out. Wake up. Vomit. Foam out of your mouth. And then go fucking, I, I don't know. I don't know. We need, we need something good to happen. I don't know. Hey, look, worst case scenario, you're Ted Bundy. You get one movie a week on the Lifetime channel. Like, I get it. Co-eds died and shit, and you bit their butt cheeks and shove shampoo bottle up their ass and hit them over the head with a fucking tree branch and shit, but you think he gives a fuck in heaven looking down? He's like, fuck yeah, dude, all that fucking hard work finally fucking that Jeff Bezos did finally turned into the fucking 
a Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. Fucking made it, boys. All right. I'll see you later.